The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. If you're planning your summer travel, this is the right show to listen to. And this morning we have a special guest, Dr. Michael Zimmering. Welcome, Michael. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. Very good. Hope to stay healthy. And you wrote a book called Healthy Travel. Don't travel without it. And it seems like it's a... The Boy Scouts Guide to What to Do Today When You're Traveling Around the World, which is very different than it was 20 years ago, isn't it? It is much different. We have to be safe because no one's going to help you unless you're prepared. Um, you better be. And what's the best, the, the best mode of preparation is insurance, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you. We at the uh, Travel Center at Mercy Medical Center, we really promote that very heavily because if you get sick somewhere, you must be evacuated, depending upon the country, of course. Uh, for instance, if you go to China for the Olympics and something happens, you're really ill, your best mode of treatment is transfer out to a country that can properly take care of you. And this is the important essence of travel insurance. Our center basically works with a place called Medex, M-E-D-E-X, Assist. Medex Assist is a insurance company and all you have to do if you have their insurance is call a 1-800 number, where, no matter where you are throughout the world, and they will take it from there. They will coordinate your care in any emergency situation. They will make sure you're getting the proper care, and if necessary, evacuate you out to an area that could give you the proper care. All covered. So you pay your insurance, and you happen to be at the Olympics in China, and rather than going to you know, a place that can't properly take care of you, they will transfer you out of the country and take you to where, for example, if you're in China? Uh, you could take you anywhere that uh, Asia, Japan, uh, or if necessary, get you back here. And unfortunately, if you die, they'll get your body back here. Uh, they will get uh, family members to you at a location they might bring you. Uh, and it's really, for the average person, it's a, $4 a day, and you'd be a fool not to take it. Really a fool not to take it. Yeah. Um, and, you could, and basically, you go to www.travelmedicinemd.com and find out more about it, and you could pick it up from there, or you could pick it up from their website, medexassist.com. Uh, but you can follow our site, and you can learn more about travel information. Let me ask you a question. You bring up China. You would think that with the Olympics coming up, and I know that they've been, you know, building and rearranging infrastructure, and you would think... Either? Yes, I am. Okay. We had a click. I don't know what that is. You would think that they became, you know, ideally um, westernized and um, travel-friendly. We know that they were writing all their signs in English, you know, um, building highways, building airports, and everything else that they were doing. Is it really true for a fact, Dr. Zimmering, that in China they don't have the kind of medicine that can, you know, take care of an injury? If, you know, let me give you an example. Okay. What could they not treat if somebody, like, fell down, you know, a stadium stair? I mean, were they able to fix a break? Uh, they probably would. Uh, but, you know, I would take a guess that the medicine there is like the 1950s medicine here. 
and I think we are more a little more sophisticated, and there are countries uh, like Thailand or something that also have good sophisticated medication, uh, medicine uh, care, medical care. And I think it's very important for people to realize if you have a complicated medical problem, you need the best medical care in the world. And on, here at the United States, even though it's expensive, we do have the best medical care in the world. No, I think that's probably true and something for any doctor to be proud of, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is, and again, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's uh, very uh, expensive, but then again, what's your life worth? Well, you know, it is kind of, the, the reciprocal of this is, is that I've hosted many people coming into the U.S. from around the world, and they're very shocked if somebody has a toothache and they come in from Poland, that they have to go to an emergency room and it costs them $4,000 to fix the toothache. That's the problem with medicine today. Uh, that's a totally different subject. And, uh... well, we, have, we have two full segments that we could really talk about anything and okay. still continue to talk, promote medical insurance, promote your book, and uh, all the things that we have to do, so feel free to you know, continue to recommend. Well, uh, I think that people have to be aware that once you leave the United States, you're out of the United States and you need some care and you have to be prepared. Like a travel clinic, like at the Mercy Medical Center here in Baltimore, we do a variety of things. First of all, we do a pre-travel consultation. We prepare you for that country. We take your medical history. Uh, we compare it with the risks you're going to go to and your destinations, and we come up with a plan. And a plan should include the proper immunizations, number one. But number two, how to treat your... If you have a minor illness like traveler's diarrhea, you first want to know how to prevent it. That's one aspect. Then if you do get it, you want to know how to treat it. And if you have a minor injury, a minor cold, how to take care of it. A woman, urinary tract infection, uh, fungus infection. You want to learn how to treat these things yourself so you don't have to run off and spend your time in a clinic or trying to find medical care elsewhere. However, if you have a heart attack, or if you get a serious illness, you want to know how to protect yourself and take care of it. A heart attack, or actually, the biggest problem we have when people travel are automobile accidents. In the developing world, for instance, the rules of the road are non-existent, and you have a very high chance of getting into a motor vehicle accident. What do you do if you have a punctured lung? and that country can't take care of you. Again, it goes back to your insurance to get you back to the proper place. But you also want to learn from your travel care provider is how to avoid accidents, how to protect yourself on the road, how to wear seatbelts, not to drive at night in some of these developing countries. It's higher risk. Or swimming, those are another risk. That's another major factor, major mortality or morbidity. Then the next one comes is cardiovascular disease, and then eventually we get to infectious diseases. Like people in the United States don't realize that malaria is a major illness, a major killer throughout the world. Millions of people die from it each year, and we could bring it back here. How do you protect yourself from it? These are very important factors you must take in consideration uh, when going overseas. Well, of course, but isn't it true that... um... You know, you talk about immunizations and, you know, these diseases when you're traveling, but isn't it mandatory for a person to receive an immunization clearance statement before they enter into a country? I mean, I couldn't walk into Tanzania without my yellow slip. Okay, it depends. It depends on the country. Now, this is a very important fact, that yellow fever immunization is recommended to a lot of African and South American countries in the yellow fever belt, basically. It's not 
mandatory. If you want to get yellow fever, be my guest. It's well, nice I don't know about that because when I was traveling into places like that, I couldn't get onto my plane. I mean, the air carrier wouldn't let no, no. me yes, get on. Some countries that require it, very few require it, actually require it. But if you if it's recommended, my recommendation would be get it. Now, there are some countries that it's not required. For instance, you go to Brazil. It's not required, but it's an endemic country for yellow fever, especially in the Amazon basin. And you could go there without the shot, and a few Americans have done that within the last few years. Three of them came back to the United States. They developed yellow fever, and two died very easily. No problem. Uh, Kept the doctors busy. Now, if you go to Brazil without the yellow fever shot, and then you want to go to Ecuador... You can't get into Ecuador without the yellow certificate for yellow fever. So there are some countries that require it no matter what. Uh, Kenya or Nigeria or some of the African countries will require it for going into it, whereas some only require it if you are coming from a yellow fever country. For instance, China does not require a yellow fever certificate, except if you're coming from a country with yellow fever. So we do not go, we don't need a yellow certificate to go to China, but if I was coming from Ecuador to China, I would need a yellow fever certificate. So it is more complicated than actual, very simple. But It sounds very complicated. I don't know why um, countries aren't more organized and cognizant, but they're not, and that's pretty good for the medical tourism business, isn't it? Because then people have to come people like you, or go to www.travelmedicine.md.com to find out more. Well, basically, that's true, but it, it, is, it is simple. Uh, you just have to know the rules, and the rules aren't out there. So my advice to anybody going to a uh, developing land, see a travel physician or a travel clinic uh, at least four to six weeks in advance. One thing I would like to get in, whether people travel or not, besides their childhood immunizations, I personally feel everybody should have immunizations against uh, tetanus, diphtheria, hepatitis A and B. should be a standard thing in the United States. We've had an outbreak of hepatitis A in Pittsburgh at a restaurant. 600 people got sick. Three people died just from hepatitis A because of lettuce brought in from Mexico that was coated with hepatitis A or contaminated with it. So we are a global village now. We're not just the United States. We're not just Africa. We're not Brazil or South America. We're a global village, and diseases in other parts of the world can hit us. So I think people should have the major immunizations in general to protect themselves here and abroad. Matter of fact, children now coming out of the birth canal are greeted with the hepatitis A needle, which is mandatory in the United States. Well, thank God for that, I think. <laughs> I don't know. We could talk about the downsides a little later, but, you know, I know that over-inoculation is not always a good thing, but, you know what, preparation can't be, you know, preparation, over-preparation can't be too much of a liability in this day and age, it seems. Well, I think people are sometimes people fight against immunizations because they feel it's going to cause autism or or things that are way out. It does not. Number one, number two, I think basic immunizations are essential. 
if he had adult, if a young child gets hepatitis A, they may not even know they have it. If an adult does, they have a chance of dying. Great. Well, listen, we have to take a quick commercial break, Dr. Zimmering, so stand by and we'll be right back to talk more about this important subject. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back and we're talking about healthy travel. Don't travel without it. Dr. Michael Zimmering. Welcome back, Michael. Um, Michael, you know, there's this, since we have you on the phone and you're an expert, there seems to be this um, virus in China right now that, Killing, I don't know, 24 kids at a time? What's going on with that? Which virus are we talking about? Um, I'm not sure of the name of it. Um, it was in the Wall Street Journal, as a matter of fact, yesterday. Um, and it's in the Guangdong area. And it's a virus that seems to be killing children. I'm, I, I'm surprised that you're not up on it. You ought to look it up and um, you know, see what's going on because there's no identification to it. The U.S. press is identifying it as a virus. Quote, end quote. 
I don't read the Wall Street Journal, number one. Number two, uh, I haven't heard of a virus that's only aimed at children. They have some viruses that hit young young people, and basically it's not defined at the present time. Well, if the Wall Street Journal is covering it, you know that it's not just a Wall Street Journal story. It's probably a worldwide news story. So um, it's something that probably you should look into because I think it's kind of alarming if there's children that are catching a virus and it's kind of mysterious and the whole world is traveling to China. That could be a major problem. A little bit, I think. A little bit of a major problem. But anyway, um, let's talk more about travel insurance, www.travelmedicinemd.com. I have a lot of questions for you, as you know. Um, What is DVT, Dr. Zimmering? Uh, DVT is a deep vein thrombus or a clot in the leg. And people usually get this clot when they're traveling on an airplane or a bus for long periods of time. More than two hours, uh, you should be getting up and moving around. Basically, your risk factors are someone over 60, someone a little uh, zoftic or overweight, uh, someone who's pregnant, uh, someone who's had surgery on a lower extremity like a knee or an ankle, are a higher risk for DVT. The way to prevent it is taking plenty of fluids, stay well hydrated, and move around and don't sit in one spot all the time. Okay. And And the complications of it could be the clock traveled to the lung caused the pulmonary embolus. A patient that I received from Mexico once came in. She broke her kneecap in Mexico, was taken to a hospital there, did not have insurance to get out, unfortunately. Uh, She was there. She was operated on. And when she got back here, she came on a routine flight, and she developed a DVT. Her orthopedic surgeon saw her here and found the surgery was okay. Of course, she did develop hepatitis A because she didn't get the proper immunizations. And uh, he sent her to me because she had a swollen leg and had difficulty breathing. She had a clot in her leg, which traveled to the lungs, and we brought her to the hospital and treated her for a DVT or a deep vein thrombus and a pulmonary embolus, a clot to the lungs, which almost killed her. So she didn't have the proper precautions. If she had medics insurance, well, she would have broken the knee. She would have called the 800 number, or somebody would have. They would have evacuated her out properly in an evacuation plane and got it to a local place and treated her properly so she wouldn't have to fly back in a commercial airliner in the economy class syndrome, quote-unquote, and uh, get a DVT. And again, for a very, very small price, like $4 a day, you could take care of things like this when you just call the, one, the, um, the medics when you, when you insure yourself. Correct. I mean, it, it, it's, very, it's very simple. I mean, we have uh, the, one of the members of the Wilderness and Travel Medicine here at Mercy is the medical director of medics. And we were just recently away in Seattle, and he was just receiving phone calls left and right about evacuations, and he's very knowledgeable. As a matter of fact, he traveled to China to evaluate the medical facilities there, which I will not repeat. But uh-huh. he, uh, he knows the best thing to do is get people out, and that's what he does. And it's a very active, no matter where he is or where I am, I am called upon, he's called upon to get people out. And... If you don't have this insurance, you know, it could cost, from coming from China, that's $50,000 easily if you're coming back here. And, you're, and even the 
bringing back your remains is expensive, too. So you want to really have this insurance. It sounds that way. Okay, the world changed after 911. You know, you and I have discussed this, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, terrorism has made the world a very, very different place, particularly when a person is traveling internationally. Question number one, okay, and this is a very real scenario. You know, during 9-11, obviously, there were a lot of people in LaGuardia Airport. There were a lot of people at Kennedy Airport, Newark Airport. They were stuck, well, all around the United States, you know. A lot of people were told they had to leave the airports and weren't really given further information because the world really didn't know how to deal with this situation. At least the U.S. didn't anyway. Um, You know, if they had travel insurance, would the travel insurance people be ready to help them find some place to go? No, this isn't really, you know, exactly a medical situation, but it's a travel situation. Well, first of all, we're talking about in the United States, and that is a good question. However, if they have a terrorism problem in a foreign country or a country overseas, something people like medics do have a section that deals with this to get people out of a terrorist situation. Again, you call the 1-800 number, and usually you have to, this is a, a major contract with corporations to protect corporations if you're a corporate member. There are individual companies, of which I'm not oh, too aware of, that do it for individuals. But if you're coming from a company, you're going on a business trip, you're stuck in some uh, country that there's no way out, MedEx does arrange for people to leave the country or get them out. Uh I think the problem is that people have to be aware of what's going on around them. Uh, if things are happening, developing, people should be aware. Medics has alerts that they send out for terrorism or for anything that's happening in a country that you're going to. Uh, you could check the website. You go through my site and check Medics' website for the different options you might have. And you could buy some health insurance of which they'll send you out alerts for everything that's going on. Uh, this would be beneficial. But if, like I was in LaGuardia Airport or Kennedy Airport, that uh, there is nothing that I know of that could take care of you while you're in your country of origin. Yeah, no, well, that's pretty sad because I don't think anybody really knew what to do. So, <laughs> well, the thing is, you have to have contingency. Uh, plans. For instance, we're talking, my wife and I are talking about, hey, what's something happens in Baltimore? I'm working downtown. She's out in Columbia, which is a suburb of Baltimore. Where do we go? Well, you have to make plans. Hey, where away from Baltimore can we meet? We each get there somehow and we meet. Or a person that we know out of our area that you could call and I could call and we can make you know, we could coordinate our efforts and where we each are, we're each safe. So I call a friend of hers up in Pennsylvania where she's originally from. She calls the friend and keeps us in contact with each other. You have to do this. Or if you're in a country, developing world or something like that, very simple way. Now they have these handy walkie-talkies that have a range of 15 to 20 miles. So if you're in a country and I'm in a medical meeting, my wife's looking around shopping or oh, whatever, and uh, something happens in the country, how do we co- connect with each other? We may, may not be able to connect with cell phones because they may be knocked out, unless it's a satellite phone, and you can use those too. But communication is a major factor. 
So when I go away to a place and I know I'm going to be near my wife or whatever and I don't want to use a cell phone, I have these little walkie-talkies. No big deal. So at least we make contact with each other. Walkie-talkies might be a good idea when you're traveling anywhere, including the United States. Oh, definitely, because if you're in a local area and there's a disaster, fine. In the United States, oh, we all depend upon our cell phones, but uh, that's one thing. But it's not a bad idea. We have to keep in contact, know what's going on, be aware of your surroundings, be aware of the political uh, developments within a country, so you're prepared. And don't be a hero and go to a country that's having major problems if you could help it. I mean, just asking for trouble. Well, I would imagine that medics has certain, you know, limitations in where they will cover people. If somebody decides they want to go to Afghanistan, I would imagine that medics would say we can't cover that area. Uh, uh, they cover them. Okay, I, you know, but, I, you know, you're going to a country that has very high terrorism risk, as you and I discussed before. It's um, If a person really wanted to go to Afghanistan, medics will insure them, huh? Correct. They have insurance. Uh, again, it depends on the country. They may have exceptions depending upon what's going on. So I would, you first, before you get the insurance, you would check with medics. You put in your country, a destination, how you're going, and they will inform you if they don't cover you for some reason. But in general, they cover anywhere you go. Uh, usually it's corporate some, for the terrorism aspect, but the health aspect, they usually cover you anywhere. Well, that's interesting. How about Europe? I mean, I know Europe is very westernized. Is there any precautions that you have? Yeah, uh, I think, again, anybody traveling should have hepatitis A, B, and up-to-date on tetanus. You get injured out of the country, you should have this protection. And it's not being overprotective. It's, it's very essential, I think. Now, I'll give you an example. A patient of mine, a mere 300-pounder, slid out of a shower and destroyed a bidet and was taken to a local hospital. When it came for him to be discharged, even though he has Blue Shield Federal, they refused. They would not let him go unless he paid. If you had the medic's insurance, medics would pay automatically. You wouldn't have to worry about it, and that's fine. But even going to, you know, Western Europe, you should have travel insurance. Uh, it sounds like it's a very good idea. You've been very kind in giving us a lot of tips. A couple of other things, simple things, altitude sickness. What does one do? Well, it depends. First of all, you have to understand that it's the more athletic person that will get it. And once you've gotten it, you'll probably get it any time you go to altitude. What you can use is a pill called Dymox, 125 milligrams twice a day, the day before you go and for a few days while you go up to altitude. But if you're allergic to sulfur, you can't use it. However, you have to understand you ascend slowly. You don't go 10,000 feet in a few hours uh, by plane or whatever. If you can ascend slowly, it's safer. You sleep at a lower level. For instance, if you go up to 10,000 feet and you're feeling a little altitude sickness, which is a long definition in itself, you should go down lower to sleep. Because usually the first sign of some mild altitude illness is difficulty sleeping. All right, well, listen, thank you so much for your time this morning, Dr. Zimmering. I am very impressed with your tips. Healthy travel, don't travel. Without Don't it. travel without it, right? And for more information, www.travelmedicinemd.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Zimmering. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished, inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, Power, Achievement, Relationships. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back, everybody, and we're talking about traveling around the world. And right now we have the doc star. That's Dr. Michael Cosden, and he is the cosmetic dentist to the stars. Welcome, Michael. Hi, good morning. Are you ready to have breakfast? Oh, I already had breakfast. Thank you. Well, you know, this is just kind of hypothetically, philosophically speaking. Breakfast with Cindy, live on the air. Well, thank you. Uh, I want to thank you again for having me back on your show. Well, you're very welcome, Mr. Dockstar. Well, since you've been on the show, we have to remind everybody that now you're a big Star, Star Magazine commentator. 
You are the one that broke the fact that Miley Cyrus is acting different, even before she took her clothes off for Anne Leibovitz of Vanity Fair. Yeah, she's all grown up now. I mean, you're the one that took note and scooped the fact that she has changed her choppers. And you knew when she changed her choppers that she had some interesting things on her mind and that she probably wasn't all that innocent when she was taking those pictures for Vanity Fair. No, she's, she's grown up really quick. <laughs> and may I ask, may I add, from Star Magazine, you also got picked up on blogs all over the universe. You had friends call you and tell you that you've been on delisted and all of this kind of stuff, and you probably didn't even know that those publications existed. Yeah, you know, it's been a great uh, few last few months, and I'm really excited about the future. I mean, you know, it's um, you're really be- you're going to start to become a celebrity tooth commentator. And that's like really, it's a big job today. Listen, there's fashion commentators, there's dance commentators, there's singing commentators, and you're going to become the celebrity mouth commentator. Well, I just think it's so important in with today's society where we have information instantly at our fingertips, and people really are so much more savvy about what's going on. And a lot of times there's procedures or um, different things that one does to themselves, and they really need to have an expert explain you know, the, the ramifications and exactly what was done. No, it's very true. And also because dentistry, you have become, your your field has become more technologically advanced almost, um, you know, ahead of other, you know, medical procedures. I mean, in dentistry, um, you're very, very aware of the cutting edge, you know, state-of-the-art technology and what can be done, and what can be done to change a person's face without having to change the skin, without having to do an incision, without having to bring one's neck up to their forehead. And perhaps when people look at their mouths, it's an easy way for them to avoid invasive surgery. Absolutely. You know, doing a smile makeover is one of those procedures that can be done in as little as two appointments, you know, a couple of weeks apart, and dramatically can change someone's appearance and really make them look younger and Save them, you know, thousands of dollars of not having to have plastic surgery just by fixing their teeth and their smile, which is really exciting. No, it's really true. And, you know, you and I have mentioned the fact that you could, you know, do something as simply and cost-efficiently as a whitening, and you do that very, very well. Oh, thank you. You know, you're welcome. Well, you know, you did open up your office to the community on April Fool's Day for National Smiles Month and did everybody an April Fool's favor by making them have nice smiles. That was very kind. And... You know, even though you provided them for free that day promotionally, they only cost about what six hundred bucks. Yeah, and you know, to me, it was just so it was priceless to be, you know what we gave back to the community because many people, you know, this was a procedure that they it was really out of their budget, especially in today's economy. And it was one of those things that really, you know, they came into my office, we zoomed their teeth, which is a whitening procedure, and they left in an hour with a their teeth ten shades whiter. And, you know, just to see everybody smile was just really, it was was no April Fool's joke for me. (laughs) It wasn't an April Fool's joke, but for people who were April Fool and they were able to smile and you had a comedy troupe that dedicated, you know, free, you know, free jokes for people who may have come through and uh, you were nice enough to ensure that they're smiling because a comedian with bad teeth is kind of an oxymoron, you know? (laughs) Sort of a dentist with bad teeth. It's not good. It's not good. Or a diet doctor that's fat. But it was really, it was a really exciting event, and um, you know we're happy to have done that. Well, you know, more of those to come, and um, we also know that um, for Mother's Day in this wonderful month of May, you're offering discounts to mothers. 
Yeah, you know, it, Mother's Day is coming up this weekend, and uh, don't forget, Mom, it's very important. And something is, you know, every year, instead of getting her the same gift, flowers or perfume, you know, a teeth whitening is an amazing gift that would really just make a mother's Mother's Day. And it is? If not, you can come in and get a, a voucher for one, and she can come in on her own schedule, her own leisure, and get the procedure done. And well, for those really, that, it's a gift that keeps on giving. It is a gift that keeps on giving, and for those of you that would really like one, you could give the name of your website, Michael. And our, yeah, our website is uh, modernsmiles, all one word, dot com. And on our site, you can browse around and see the various procedures we do, including the Zoom teeth whitening, and a mo- little bit more about me, my office, and staff, and our locations. Let's talk about you, your office, your staff, and locations, because you have. You know, you're ahead of the game conceptually. You have a spa-like environment. You walk into your offices and you have invested in creating a very relaxing atmosphere for um, procedures that people have childhood feels, you know, childhood fears instilled in their brains from going to the dentist as a kid. How did you change that? Well, we really, you know, like as you mentioned, it really starts with my staff. You know, I really have an amazing staff. It supports me, and we're really here to comfort and pamper our patients and to give them a dental experience like no other, And um, which, of course, is backed up with the environment of our office. You know, we built these offices that are much like a spa. When you walk in, you really don't feel like you're at the dentist. You know, you don't have that dental office smell or that energy that you would typically, you know, that most people remember as a childhood in their youth going to a dentist and that scary experience of uh, a real sterile environment, and we have, you know, waterfalls and lit candles, aromatherapy, um, beautiful music chairs. we have. We have, you know, really zen spa-like music playing in the background. Flat and screen TVs. We have every uh, operator where we do our treatments have flat screen TVs with satellite in them, and you can watch your favorite movie or, you know, it's funny, amazing. A lot of people come in and watch the Food Channel. And uh, while well, they're getting their work done, and it just so takes their mind off of everything. That's interesting. You know, we could do a little survey in television shows that are favored at the dentist's office, and you would say the Food Channel is number one? I definitely would say the Food Channel is number one. You know, I really can learn a lot about a person by what they watch. It's, it's funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, now, um, is a DVD ready if a person wants to bring a movie? Absolutely. And we also have iPods with, you know, thousands of different songs to listen to if you want to um, go ahead and put those on and just not hear anything. And we have the latest movies, a whole huge DVD collection, and um, it's really, you know, people like to, and then I forgot to mention, our chairs actually massage you when you're in them. So, you know, people really like to come here and just hang out and uh, just get away from their busy schedules in life. Well, you're, you're also cooler than a lot of dentists out there. Oh, thank you. You know, people have to like, you know, you're not like your normal dentist. Like people think of no- dentists and they don't think of the doc star, you know? Yeah. You're young and hip and, you know, you keep that kind of, cool sort of attitude around your offices and, you know, that makes a difference because it's not only the dentist experience, but people remember really scary dentists. Yeah, you know, it's really, when I tell people I'm a dentist, they just do a double take and it's hard for them to fathom that this is what I do, but, you know, it's it's really my passion and um, I've been around dentistry my whole life. My father was a dentist and from the youngest age I've been coming to the dental, you know, his office and helping out. And I really, from the ground up, learned the whole business. And I really, after years in this environment, I really 
realized of what I wanted to create for my patients, and I had a vision, and, um, you know, we achieved that. And I want people to leave my office having an amazing experience and yearning to come back. But they did, because on April Fool's Day, we got to see a lot of people that came out with big, gigantic smiles, and they came outside of your office, and they were jumping up and down. (laughs) And, you know, some of the smiles just come out so good. So good. I mean, you have mentioned that when you have worked on people's smiles, you know of women in particular, and men too, but mostly women, I guess, that have lost weight and, you know, look at themselves in the mirror, and they're so much more confident, and then all of a sudden they found a man. Absolutely. You know, and that's really the most rewarding part about what I do is, you know, people don't realize that when we talk to each other, we really look focus on people's eyes and the center of their face, which is their teeth and their smile. And unfortunately, you know, when we have bad teeth or a, a bad smile, it really limits us in life. And I've, you know, we've had executives come in and we've done smile makeovers for them. And, you know, they've come back and told me that they went in and they got a better job making more money. Or as you mentioned, women of, you know, with low self-esteem, you know, come out and lost weight and started dating and got married. And it's just, to me, that's really what it's all about and the most rewarding part about what I do. It's life-changing because you're really more of, you're an overall health expert. It's not just, you know, you're really changing a person's life. Absolutely. And, you know, there's been studies saying that, you know, if you smile more, you'll live longer. Is that really true? It's not an old wives' tale? No, it is absolutely true. You know, there's a chemical reaction that occurs in our bodies when we smile, and um, it's just, it's a good thing. And people, and I love giving people something to smile about. It makes me smile. Well, you're kind of funny, too. You know, you do have this kind of, like, comedian in you. Yeah. You kind of like comedian. to make people laugh. I mean, that's sort of part of what you have to do, right? Yeah, well, you know, I just, I think life is to be enjoyed and uh, not to take it too seriously and... You know, I really like my patients that come in and feel they can talk to me and feel comfortable, and um, that, that's just me. No, that's just who you are. That's very true, and you're going to have another segment to talk to me. You know, don't think that I forgot about asking you about cosmetic dentistry here in the U.S. and around the world. I'm not going to go too in-depth, and we're going to stay with dentistry, but I want to talk to you in the next segment a little bit about, you know, when you're investing a lot of money in the way that you look, sometimes people will look for discounts. And I want to get your input on, you know, some of the benefits and risks, perhaps, of traveling and trying to find a discount in a medical environment, whether it's for your mouth or for other tweaks in your body. And I want you to weigh in just your opinion, because we respect it and you're the doc star, on things that people should look out for. So stay tuned for the next segment and join us again with the doc star, Dr. Michael Cosden. Be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. 
Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. We all know that somebody. They are always in a great mood, always smiling, always getting exactly what they want. What if that somebody could be you? Let Andrea with an I help you find your personal bliss every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. Explore the endless possibilities of using the law of attraction through faith, trust, and support. Tune in Wednesdays to Ask Andrea, the law of attraction in action on the Voice America channel. In a culture obsessed with the perfect body, men, women, and especially teens are constantly battling with body image and overlooking the one true thing that could set them free. Breaking Free with Sarah Maria is a timely talk radio show that will help you find a way to love your body and yourself just the way you are. Breaking Free will empower you to unleash your potential and create the life of your dreams. Tune in to Breaking Free with Sarah Maria every Thursday at noon on the East Coast, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel and start loving you for who you are. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, we're back, and we're talking to the doc star, Dr. Michael Cosden, cosmetic dentist to the stars. See, I say that like a commercial, Michael. It, <laughs> it comes out of my mouth all the time. I'm a walking billboard for you. It's very embarrassing. You say it so well. Thank you. I know. I practice it a lot. Let's talk a little bit. I know I'm going all over the place, but that's morning radio for you. Um, before we talk about world travel, I want to. I know that you love reading um, TMZ and um, Perez Hilton, and I think that you know it shows how well-rounded you are and yeah. how interested oh, you are in the culture. <laughs> yes. Well, you are. I mean, come on. If you're a cos- if you're a cosmetic dentist to the stars, you have to keep up on what's going on, don't you? Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about this. And I don't know if you've seen this picture, but you'll certainly know who I'm talking about. There was a photo released on TMZ, and I think they scooped it, and it was just awful of Amy Winehouse. Did you see that? Yes, Amy Winehouse. What a wreck. Oh, what a walking train wreck. Now, her teeth in particular were really, really bad. Can, do you feel comfortable talking about that for a second? Absolutely, yeah. She um, was missing one of her upper right canines. What was that? It was really, in that, you know, your, your canines, your eye teeth are really the last teeth people ever lose. They're okay, really, so what? <laughs> they're long-rooted <laughs> teeth. Bad. I don't know how that happened to her. Even if her boyfriend, husband punched her in the face, that tooth wouldn't fall out. And it's just really, and you know, she she's made millions of dollars and sold you know millions of records, and she's walked around without that with that tooth missing for a good six to eight months. And recently, I've seen that she's had something, either an implant or a bridge put in there to replace that space. But I was astonished to see that. 
Okay, so, I mean, she must have been, I mean, it could have been from a physical punch, okay? I mean, you know, or it could be from, and I'm not, this is not, you know, a for sure statement. We're just discussing opinions, so don't worry about liabilities. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, drugs could definitely deteriorate a canine tooth, right? Yeah, I mean, highly unlikely something like that would happen. It was probably due to some sort of an accident or some some sort. Or maybe, you know, she just kind of, like, didn't want to go to rehab, so she took a hammer and started banging out on her canine. Could have I mean, been you that. just don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I really think that actually her missing that tooth really fits her whole image right now, and, you know, it just goes along with everything else, her whole, uh, uh, you know, aura and everything. But you, you would you redo her whole mouth? I mean, if she came to you, what would you do? Well, if she came to me, I'd probably send her to a rehab. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could stay in your office in Thousand Oaks for a while because it's very spa-like and spiritual, and you might even be able to change her own persona. I mean, just imagine if you had a cleaning done for her every day. It might help. Yeah, she'd be a great walking billboard since she's in the press all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, she's in definite need of a smile makeover. You know, she is English, and um, she, you know, their cosmetic dentistry in that country is not the same levels as we have here in California or even the rest of the United States. And so. what is that? What you know? Can I talk to you about that again? Since we're dishing with each other, what is with the UK? I mean, they're a Western country. They were certainly our forefathers, or at least that's what John Adams tells me. I don't know, but um, you know what? What? What is it with the Brits and their teeth? I mean, I, you know, it's like why don't they think about dental care? I don't understand. You know, it's fascinating and. Basically, I, I think it goes to a couple factors. One is just the whole persona of a British person. It's just really not in their persona to actually go ahead and um, have dental work like that done, cosmetic work. And, you know, another factor would definitely be, I think, the socialization of medicine. That You know, in England, much like other parts of the world, a lot of this treatment is covered by the government, and they don't really cover cosmetic procedures and uh, people, you know, most people don't can't afford out of pocket to take care of their teeth in that respect. Okay, but you know, it's even as I mean, in the UK, um, are th- are they not as adamant about you know dental care as they are in the US? As a kid, just to talk about preventative dentistry, because it seems that you know their teeth and mouths just aren't as healthy as your normal Westerner. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I think part of it has to do with fluoridization of water. You know, that's not as prevalent. It, you know, I don't know if they've caught up with uh, the United States with that. Right, and they don't give kids fluoride tablets. Yeah, no, it, but come on. It's like when you and I, listen, you know, you have done commentary on the Academy Awards, and what was really funny, that pretty much across the board, particularly in the male category, mm-hmm. British men, the, the British actors and Academy Award nominees, their teeth really took us to task. Definitely. And you know what? For, I think that might be some of the appeal for them, you know, as well. Even Heath Ledger, who's Australian, his teeth were not, there were flaws in them. And I think people were sort of drawn to that, you know, that they didn't have these perfect Hollywood smiles, and it really fits sort of their persona. Gave them, well, for Brokeback Mountain, that was kind of good. Yeah, and I actually I've seen some of the trailer for the new Batman, and he looks really good with the Joker. Oh, well, no, I, I'm sure that he does talk about, he has cosmetic makeup surgery done for that mouth. Exactly. Um, but, you know, well, you know, obviously, you know, we're very saddened by the untimely death of Heath Ledger, but... Um, you're right. I think he always had that broke back mountain kind of smile, and it wasn't really, um, you know, it wasn't a bad thing not to have that big, white, pearly Hollywood teeth smile right in front of you all the time. Um, 
you know, but you and I have talked about some other people, um, you know, who, you know, whether they're British or American or what, it's like they definitely ought to have their teeth done, like Tommy Lee Jones, for example. Absolutely. And, you know, he definitely can benefit from a smile makeover for sure. Well, because, you know what, he's in the United Gary. States. <laughs> um, it's, um, well, you know, most people fear is really a factor that prevents them from fixing their teeth. You know, it's not really, they have the financial means to do it, but they don't want, they're just so, they had such a bad experience when they were younger and they were traumatized that they just can't go through with it. Well, you know what, we have to, they have to come visit you, Dr. Cosden. Absolutely. What's Take your website again? California. What's your website? ModernSmiles.com. All right, so listen, if any person like Tommy Lee Jones wants to have his teeth done, Amy Winehouse even, you know, Dr. Cosden will do all. Well, listen, we have to talk about travel medicine a little bit because okay, that's great. the topic of the show. Um, and you and I have discussed it, and we know that, you know, there's, you know, only so much information to be shared about cosmetic dentistry, so we'll put it in that perspective. But, you know, what should people know when they want to save money? You and I have talked about the fact that veneers can be twenty to $30,000 here in the U.S., um, and you could probably get it for like 10 somewhere if you go out of the U.S. And what are the precautions about that? Well, you know, it's, it's fascinating because, you know, with the globalization of the world and the different markets, you know, dental tourism has become such a phenomenon, this fast-growing phenomenon. And, um, you know, I did a Google search the other day, and there was 9.4 million listings under dental tourism. And, you know, people really will cross borders, even oceans, to get dental work done. And these aren't people who are going for a filling. This is major work. And, you know, here in California, people will go to Mexico. But even, you know, Europeans and the British, they'll go to, you know, Eastern Europe. And one of the capitals of dental tourism is Budapest in Hungary. And, um, you know, people will go there. They'll, they'll stay in a hotel for $50 a night and make a vacation out of it and get all their dental work done. And, um it's just fascinating with, you know, especially with gas at $4 a gallon and, you know, with the rising costs in our country, people will take these extreme measures to get their mouths healthy. Okay, well, but are they, is it worth the save? Yeah, you know what, it, it, it's really questionable. You know, it depends where you go, who you see. It's just like any dentist here in our country. You know, if you have a referral and you know um, where you're going or someone's had previous dental work done by this dentist and you know, their qualifications, and then, you know, you might have a good chance. But it's really, really, it depends where you go and who you see. But like anything else, I think that common sense should be, you know, included in the equation. Absolutely. Um, you know, you really need to do your homework before you go into a foreign country and see uh, a dentist there and have work done. You know, you really, you need to check the country you're going to and see if there's, you know, what how they qualify their dentists. Do they have to go to a... You know, here in the United States, we have to go to dental school for four years and undergraduate for four years, and many people do um, internships after that, residencies. In these foreign countries, you know, people go to school for a year, and they're a dentist. And um, you want to really do your homework and see if there's a dental society there or a dental board or if there's a complaints division that you can see if this dentist has complaints on him. I think, that's, I think that's very good advice. Uh, you know, yes, you can make the savings, but be cautious. Look at Always look at credentials and criteria, and the same thing probably goes for cosmetic surgery as well. But we have to wrap up right now, but we okay. thank you, the Doc Star, for joining us on this Thursday morning, and we wish you a really nice day. You the same.
Okay, thank you, Take everybody, care. and good day.